Hey gang, Rick Lee James here welcoming you back to another episode of Voices in My Head. I want you to know that I appreciate all of you who listen to this show week after week and all the new listeners that you bring along with you. Podcasts like this don't grow without word of mouth and I want to say thanks. Every time you share one of my links on Facebook, every time you leave a positive iTunes review, every time you like one of my YouTube videos, and every time you refer someone to my website at rickleejames.com, it helps this podcast to grow. And I really appreciate those of you who have spent some of your hard-earned money to help cover expenses for this podcast. To all of you, let me say thanks. I've got the best listeners of any podcast on the internet. And if you've been wondering how you can help, well, there's multiple ways. You can go to rickleejames.com. You can click on the tab that says Tip Jar and Sponsorship. And if you have a couple dollars, swing it our way. There's no minimum to give, and every penny helps to cover expenses. Or if you can't afford any money, maybe you can afford 60 seconds of your time. You can drop by the iTunes page and leave a review or click like on the Voices in My Head Facebook page and become a part of our community there. Again, I just want to say thank you. And thank you to all of you who in the future are going to be helping out with this show. And thank you for listening. It's a real blessing for me to get to share on the Voices in My Head podcast. If you've enjoyed the guests we've had in the past, well, just hold on because you haven't seen anything yet. We've got some great shows in the future. God bless you and enjoy today's episode of Voices in My Head, the official podcast of Rick Lee James. God bless. Live from Springfield, Ohio, it's Voices in My Head, the official podcast of Rick Lee James. I am Rick Lee James and you're listening to Voices in My Head. listeners, welcome back. Episode number 34 of Voices in My Head. I am your host, Rick Lee James, on this rollicking journey that we call a podcast. I am so happy that today, Daniel Dye of Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band is going to be here on the podcast. We recorded an interview last week. He came over to the house, and uh, we sat and actually played some music together, which you're going to get to hear in a while. Good conversation, and we actually talked about his festival, which is coming up. Today is kind of a an advertisement, in a sense, for the Madden Road Music Festival. And uh, I encourage all of you to go to Daniel Dye's website at danieldiemusic.com. Uh, or or just look up Daniel Dye and the Madden Road Band, uh, or look up the Madden Road Festival on Google. You're going to find lots about it. It's coming up the first weekend of September, September 1st. I'll be there making music. Daniel will be there making music. About a million other people are going to be there making music. Well, not a million. Probably 15, 16 other groups are going to be there. But it's going to be a great festival. So I want to just right at the top of the show say go check out their stuff. Um, it's going to be in Mutual, Ohio. It's a great little festival and uh, it was awesome last year it's going to be even better this year i'm so happy to be a part of the singer songwriter stage this year myself before we get into that interview though and we get to things like question of the week uh, i wanted to make another quick advertisement for myself september 7th the weekend after the madden road festival I'm going to be playing my first ever uh, live album, well, I guess recording my first ever live album at the Clifton Opera House in Clifton, Ohio. Uh, Please, come be a part of this event. Uh, We want to fill up the theater. I'm going to share another song that I recorded just a few minutes ago. Um, I did this uh, down here in the studio and and plugged in my little um, Tascam DR40 recorder. And I used four different mic channels, just for those of you who are listening. So I had direct input lines, plus I had a couple mics that were just kind of filtering in the air. So you might hear a little bit of echo, but um, it's all me. It's another, uh, just an example of what you're going to hear when you come uh, to the concert on September 7th. Go to rickleejames.com, or you can find out more information. We actually have a new web address for the website, um, I mean for the podcast, if you go to voicesinmyheadpodcast.com, that will also take you to the podcast page, and it's also my other site. Um, we've got all kinds of places that you can go to find out more about that concert, but it's September 7th. It's coming up fast. Um, go and respond to the invitation page if you're coming. We'd love to know how many you're planning on coming out. It's only $7, and that helps cover the recording cost, which can be an expensive endeavor. So uh, looking forward to that, but without any further hesitation, 
station, I'm going to play you this song that I recorded just a few minutes ago called uh, Even So Praise Him. It's Psalm 42. Uh, Psalm 42, I Will Still Praise Him. Don't even know the name of my own song. Well, I know it is Psalm 42, though. So here you go. Hope you enjoy it.
Psalm 42, I will still praise him. I'm going to be playing that. One of the many songs that I'll be bringing on, uh, well, let's see, September 7th. It's coming up like two weeks from now. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time. We're going to be playing at the Clifton Opera House. Well, I'm going to be playing, uh, I believe Brandon Hancock's going to be opening for me that night, which is a, a very exciting thing. Uh, he's a great musician, great friend, and I'm glad that he's going to be a part of, uh, of that concert event. Still looking for people who may have video cameras. I'd like to splice several video cameras together. I, I've got like next to no budget for this, honestly. I'm just an independent musician. Got a child on the way, um, trying to do this as best as I can. So uh, if any of you are willing, just contact me at rickleyjames.com. There's a, a contact information there on the page. Uh, let me know if you're able. You can get me at Twitter or wherever. Uh, but I'd love to know if you're interested in being a part of maybe helping to video the event with a digital camera. I have a few uh, specifics in mind that you need to be uh, willing to do to be a part of it. But if you can, uh, I'd love to uh, to have you help me take some video of the evening to splice together for um, possibly a DVD in the future. So, um with that said, speaking of live concert events, I am so excited. Uh, our friend of the show, Andrew Peterson, uh, who we know back in way, way back in episode 10, Andrew was on the show and we interviewed him about his new upcoming album. Matter of fact, when I interviewed him, he was calling me from the recording studio where they were doing mixing for the album. And uh, I, I'm just so excited. The album's coming out uh, on Tuesday, and it may be, depending on when you listen to this, it'll be already be out. But I get to go to Nashville next week, and uh, he's recording like an hour-long uh, radio special for Sirius XM Radio. And uh, I am one of the ten people invited to be a part of it. So I'm very excited to go get to hang with Andrew Peterson a little bit and get to hear the new album live. I have been anticipating it for so long. And uh, I've already pre-ordered it, and I encourage you to do the same. You can go to the Rabbit Room, or actually just rabbitroom.com, or you can go to iTunes and look up Andrew Peterson. The album is called Light for the Lost Boy. Uh, go to Facebook pages and... Get links and, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Uh, help him get the word out about this album. Uh, we love Andrew Peterson here on this podcast. We're so grateful that he's a friend of the show and has taken time out to be a part of this podcast. And uh, I'm just excited about his music and what he does for the kingdom of God and for music in general. So go out there and support Andrew Peterson. Well, let's go ahead to our uh, listener favorite section because we got a lot ahead on the podcast today, and I don't want to take up too much time with the preliminary talking, but we're going to go to everybody's favorite. Question of the week. 
question of the week, which can be answered not only on the Facebook page now, but if you go to rickleyjames.com or voicesinmyheadpodcast.com, you will find a link that says question of the week, and we actually have answers on there. We also now have a Twitter page. Well, not a Twitter page, but a Twitter account. If you go to Voices in My Head P, um, that will be the Twitter page from now on for this podcast. I'll be able to post question of the week up on there. So uh, it's brand new. So we just have a couple of followers at this point. Um, mostly everybody's been doing it through the rickleyjames.com. But this week we had answers on Twitter. We had answers on rickleyjames.com. We had answers on Facebook. We had lots of answers for this question this week. So uh, I, apparently you guys are uh, are more than happy to write in. But nobody wants to call in for a free comic book. I don't understand. 937-505-0162. You can leave a voicemail and we will actually play your voice on the podcast with your answer. Uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But there is a comic book in the running for the first person to call that in for next week's question. Justice League. Yeah. If you like DC, awesome. All right. Question of the week for this week was, what? Well, actually, let me let me preface this because Daniel Dye is on the show today, and he answered this question. And my question for him, I actually thought of uh, while I was working out. I was actually listening to Daniel on the radio. He had a radio special last week, uh, two weeks ago, I believe, actually. And uh, he got to play for about an hour on a local public radio station. He did an awesome job, and I got thinking, well, you know, with his folk roots, the question of the week needs to be customized for Daniel Dye. So the question became... Other than acoustic guitar, because frankly, you know, everybody knows acoustic guitar is the main folk instrument if you're into folk music. But other than acoustic guitar, what is the greatest folk music instrument? So we had lots of answers this week. James Humphrey wrote in and said, the fiddle, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. Whereas, uh, we know that's true if you've ever listened to Alabama, if, if you're gonna play in Texas especially, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. Uh, James, James Edmondson, by the way, James Edmondson, thank you so much uh, for writing in. Also, James Humphrey. Uh, but James Edmondson, uh, two Jameses in a row, Thanks. I think it's maybe a James thing. But James uh, played drums <laughs> with me and a bunch of other people back in the day when we were in high school. And even on one of my very first ever recordings, James came in and played drums on a sappy love song I wrote called uh, Don't Go Out of My Mind, which was probably a terrible song, but uh, he he made it good because of his drumming. So uh, good to hear from you, James. Hope you're doing well. I don't know if you're still playing drums. I hope you are. It's been since high school probably. But uh, he says the human voice is his. And I thought, why didn't I think of that? Of course, that's the, the second best folk instrument. Maybe it's the best folk instrument. Who knows? Uh, because if you didn't have the human voice, all you have is just music. Anyway, um, Matthew Cole wrote in, and Matthew almost missed the question today. Uh, he just got it in the last couple minutes here. But he says, well, if Paul Simon's voice doesn't count as an instrument, then I would go with a well-tuned, crisp snare drum with a set of brushes as a must. The Whistling Tree, these are Twitter answers, uh, uh, Twitter person, The Whistling Tree wrote in, The Whistle, naturally, whereas Tim Whistles replied to that and said, I'll second that, also on Twitter, and then another Twitter user, Biddy Booker, said, A little bell like a diamond rings, so uh, a little bell is the answer for that, and then on the Facebook page, we had uh, Gregory Dean Voiles, he answered the hammer dulcimer, Pamela Johnson Weaver said the drums, and Steve Green wrote in today on rickleyjames.com. Thanks, Steve, for listening. I do appreciate it. Uh, we have made music together numerous times, and I so appreciate Steve. Uh, he wrote in, Other than the acoustic guitar, the greatest instrument for folk music would be the banjo or harmonica. Most likely the banjo because it's very hard to sing while playing the harmonica. The banjo is the only true American instrument. Derived from the African banjar, a three-string instrument made from a gourd brought to America by slaves, the banjo developed into a drumhead. Uh, developed into the the drumhead with or without a resonator back, with a string neck we know today. And either four or five string configurations can be strummed, picked, or flailed as the player sings or tells a story. Notables who use the banjo in folk music are Woody Guthrie. Pete Seeger, and the Kingston Trio. 
Well, Steve, you're going to be pleased to know that uh, Pete Seeger came up in our conversation with Daniel Dye. And while I was talking about Pete Seeger, it was like everything I knew about Pete Seeger went out the window and I forgot. I, I mean, it was it was just nuts. It had been a long day while we were talking. But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to uh, Voices in My Head and for answering the question of the week. The question for next week, our guest is Paul Darshalek. It doesn't look like Darshalek. It's a Czech name. Um, it's actually spelled D-A-R-I-L-E-K, but he is the Senior Director of Communications for Living Water International, which I can't wait to play that next week because uh, it's one of my very favorite ministries to be a part of. Um, but he, the question for him next week, because he's a runner, uh, what is your favorite track event in the Olympics? So if there's like a track and field event in the Olympics that is one of your favorites, that's going to be your answer for question of the week. Again, you can answer that on the rickleyjames.com, uh, voicesinmyheadpodcast.com, uh, the Twitter page, which which is uh, Voices in My Head P. The P stands for podcast. Voices in My Head was already taken, so I did Voices in My Head P. Uh, and the Facebook page as well, Voices in My Head, the official Rickley James podcast facebook page so question of the week for next week what's your favorite track and field event question of the week. well my guest today is no stranger to this show his name is daniel die he is the front man for daniel die and the miller road band one of the greatest folk bands around today i promise if you get a chance to see them you will not be disappointed they're a family band uh, it's all a matter of, uh, I believe, cousins and nephews and maybe people connected in other ways. I don't know the family history. You'll have to ask Daniel about that. But they have one of the best shows around right now. If you like folk music, Americana-type roots music, you're going to love it. Daniel has played both nationally and internationally. He is a really nice guy. He came by the studio. We sipped coffee. We ate Biscoffs, and we sat at a little cafe table down here in the studio, there's actually, uh, we're in my basement here at my my wife and I's home, and um, I went over to where my comic books are, which is a rare privilege for any musician, I'm sure, uh, to sit in the midst of nearly 3,000 comic books, uh, drinking coffee, playing music, and talking about the festival that Daniel puts on for this time. Actually, it's the second year. Last year was a great success, and it's going to be an annual thing. It's the Madden Road Festival. It's coming up September 1st, and if you can at all come out to Mutual Ohio for this great festival, it's going to be worth your time. There's a lot of singer-songwriters that come out. There's some great bands. I'm going to be there playing on one of the stages. I think I have about 45 minutes to do music. If you want to come hear me, I would love it, um, but it's going to be a great day. You're going to hear uh, from Daniel a uh, way you can get tickets in advance. It's actually cheaper to buy your tickets now uh, than it is to actually get them at the festival. Um, but I'm just going to let him take over, uh, and, and we're going to you know, have a conversation, play some music. Like I said earlier, Daniel had been on the uh, local radio station earlier, uh, which goes out to much more than just local places, and he got to do about an hour-long radio station with um, Daniel Diane and the Miller Road Band. I believe you can find that performance, uh, the full performance, over at wiso.org, I believe is the website. I might be wrong about that. Uh, if I am, if you really want to find that, uh, just do a Google search or whatever search engine you do. Look up Wiso, W-Y-S-O, and Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band, and I'm sure you'll be able to find that show. Or better yet, go to Daniel's website, and I'm sure he has a link there. Well, let's go ahead and, and have the interview with Daniel. Here we go. Here we are, voices in my head, and I have once again with me this week, and it's been a long while, but uh, he is a repeat to the podcast. He's not the first, but he's one of the few that we've had back again. This is my friend Daniel Dye of Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band, and we are sitting in my basement right now, not in the recording studio part, but we're actually sitting at this little cafe table that's in the midst of all my comic books and my nerdy... Um, comic toys that are sitting around, stuff I've had from my childhood, and we're drinking coffee from superhero cups, and just to make mm -hmm. the experience full, and we're dipping Biscoffs in them, and we also have guitars on our laps. So, does that pretty well describe the scene for us? Yeah, I think you've left out that there are at least 15 action figures 
on the table behind you if you want to get really specific. <laughs> At least 15. Well, there's a yeah. few. Inside of the Toy Hall of Justice over there, there's probably 15 more, I would say. But and this is the man cave, or what's the other term you had for it? The man cave? or Well, I call it a man cave, but probably most people, if they looked at it, would say it's a child cave okay. because it's all these old toys and, and <laughs> comics and stuff. But it's just me. I've been the only one down here, pretty much. Of course, we've left out the ab lounge, which is old ex. I think every basement in the world has exercise equipment that never gets used. Mm -hmm. And uh, no exception there. And, I have to say, uh, I've been in a lot of basements, and this is one of the finest basements I've <laughs> ever been in. It is. We got a, yep. a guest bed over here. You got my little almost stage set up over there. Yep. Where, yep. Um, so, well, the reason that I have Daniel with me today, and we took such pains to describe the basement, <laughs> is uh, I'm using my Tascam DR440 recorder. In case any of you are wondering what kind of a good recorder to buy, my little free plug for Tascam. It's a great recorder. Uh, but we're sitting in the room today and we're talking about the Miller Road Festival, which is coming up here very quickly, September 1st. Madden Road I'm, Music. I'm sorry, Madden yes. Road Music Festival. Yep. Uh, listen to Daniel, not me. I said it completely wrong. The reason I, I do this is I got it confused last year, too, because yep. it's the Madden Road Band. No. It's the Miller Darn Road it, Band. Darn it, it's the Miller Road <laughs> Band. <laughs> I really do know this band, guys. I find <laughs> It's Daniel Dye of the Miller Road Band, and it's the Madden Road Music Festival, which Daniel Dye sponsors every year, but the Miller Road Band will be there at yeah. Madden Road. Yeah, it's very confusing because, uh, <laughs> well, at least you didn't call it the Madden Toad Festival. Someone inquired <laughs> so, the other day about playing at the Madden Toad Festival. Is that right? Yeah. Well, it's confusing. So the story is, is that I grew up on Madden Road, um, so it's an actual road, but the Miller Road Band, it's the last name of my band. They're three siblings. I have two nephews and a niece in the band, and their last name is Miller. So it's a Miller road band, hence we go on the road and play. It's okay. It's a different usage of the road. So it confuses everyone. So I don't know. Maybe we should just make it all one name. I don't uh, know. No, it's good. Yet. It's good. Um, if it was the Miller Road Festival, people would think it was just about you or something. Mm, yeah. But not that that's a bad thing. But at the same time, Madden Road is really more local to the, the location where it is, right? Cause yeah. It actually eventually. is. Yeah, yeah. The Madden, so the festival right now will eventually be moved out to the farm on Madden Road, but right now it's within about two miles in an old brick building within about two miles of the farm. That's where the Excellent. festival is now. It's yeah. a great little festival. I got to be there last year. and So we're going to talk about the festival a little bit. This is kind of a promo for the Madden Road, not to be confused with Miller Road, music mm -hmm. festival. So the Madden Road music festival is September 1st, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Um, those of you that have listened to the podcast since the beginning, Daniel was on, I think, was it like episode three or something? I like it so. was, it was yeah. way long ago. I think it was the first official guest. We're up, yeah, Maybe? you were, I believe, in the, the studio, first at least. official yeah. guest. And yeah, uh, yeah, I believe you were. So I think it was number three. So those of you that have listened from way back know Daniel and you know some of his music, you know, he's a very talented singer songwriter and, uh, he had this desire to, to put on sort of a festival where, um, people that he got to uh, play with on the road and people that he admires where he gets to invite them out to come out and play. So we're going to talk about the Madden Road Music Festival today. It's on September 1st. It's mm -hmm. in Mutual, Ohio, and we're going to give you more details, and they'll actually be on the website at rickleyjames.com as well as Daniel's site, which we're going to give you in a few minutes here. Um, but first, I'd like Daniel to play a song, and he's nice enough he's going to let me play along. Um, Daniel was actually just on... Um, Real radio today at WYSO here in Ohio, and uh, that is actually one of my favorite stations. I, I love that channel. It's public radio, and uh, he and the whole Miller Road Band were there playing. And I asked him to do this song, Letters from Spain, because he played it today on the show, and it was wonderful. If you haven't got to hear it before, it's on one of Daniel's albums, and uh, I'm going to play it with him. So let's do it. To do it. All right, thank you, Rick. Real quick, this song is a song that I wrote a couple of years ago when my nephews and my band was living in Spain, and uh, I thought of the idea of making it, maybe doing a European tour. So it's a letter home, a letter home to mo uh, this character's mother, uh, but there's some regret in this letter. Yeah, well. and, and it's actually written from the perspective of someone who has made it in the music business. Yeah, the unlike <laughs> those of us sitting here. Yeah, none of <laughs> right. us have made it yet, so we're, we're, we're trying, but you know, there you go. All right, Daniel, go for it. All right, here we go, letter from Spain.
we are When I think of those words of Ellie Jane Oh, and you got people all around And they say they love your sound And they ask you to be invited um, and just to tell there's a is that going to be a part of it again there's kind of a picking stage yeah we do we will have a picking stage again um, it'll be uh, towards the beginning the festival starts at 2 o'clock so this will be I think at 2 or something, something I think it's right at the beginning be a, there will be a picking stage again. cool well yeah. that was fun last mm-hmm. year I got to meet some of the local people I don't get to Mutual Ohio very often Mm-mm. it's it's one of those places you don't get there unless you mean to you know or yeah <laughs> yeah 
but it is a, a nice place. And so I want to talk a little bit about the festival. Um, and it's not just folk music this year. Mm-hmm. There's actually more to it than that. And I think a lot of people maybe think because um, you're more of an Americana folk type band that maybe that's all that's going to be there but there's really not tell us a little bit about some of the kind of music because we've got a lot of diverse music fans that listen to this show mm-hmm. um tell us a little bit about some of the guests that you have coming out this year yeah so um we have uh our band is yeah like rick said folk americana um we have blue uh along with our band we have a bluegrass band straight up bluegrass more traditional mm-hmm. as well we have a, a band called Sun Culture. Yeah. They're, they're like a, there they go. That's right. That's my imitation of a banjo. Um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Sun Culture, too. <laughs> so Sun Culture. Yeah, so we have a bluegrass a band called Black Diamond. Black and we Diamond. have a, a band called Sun Culture. They're kind of a young, uh, I don't know, indie rock sort of band. They do original stuff. They're uh, up and coming here in Springfield, Ohio. Electric guitars? They, uh, they do, I think. No, they don't. I don't know. They have a drum. They have an amazing is, drummer bass. Is this going to be one of those festivals like when Dylan brought his electric guitar out, they'll get booed? Um, is this? this is going to be a little bit more open than oh, that. Oh, okay. Think, good. <laughs> right. However, there might be some old timers there that might they might just quietly leave the, <laughs> leave the venue. Um, yeah, the venue is very old timey, uh, but we were gonna we're gonna have some rocky sort of bands, and that's okay. one of them. Awesome. Um, there's a band called I'm really excited about called William the Accountant. They're coming. They're gonna close out the evening because they're probably the most high high energy band. Wow. of the evening it's a combination of rock funk i don't know what this blues yeah, yeah they've got a quite a and, lot of instruments and they'll yeah. do your taxes for you when they <laughs> yeah, <So> yeah. <laughs> william the accountant william the accountant great band yeah and i, I do want to make sure because we are listing these bands that you know they all have websites that you can go to yeah. and hopefully find so yeah. please take note of these bands i, I want to say them one more time we listed black diamond yeah we said sun culture we yeah. said um william, william the, the accountant. accountant did you yeah. say anybody else yet uh, of course daniel die and the miller road band yeah Rick Lee James. Rick Lee James. Yeah, yeah. you might know him from somewhere. Yeah, yeah ricklejames.com. Um, we also have a band called Kurtz, who's actually their, uh, the only website they have is just one of their three. They're, they're, they're three siblings, and oh. two of the three are songwriters, and the first one had her own solo career, now they're together, so they're yet to have a website. Huh. But they're a band called Kurtz, and they're, okay. they might be the most talented group of the of the whole Kurtz. event, Kurtz, All right. yeah. Is there any so, place online people can hear some of the um, music? That if you, you know? look, if you, if you were to Google uh, Joel Hochstedler um, or Joel Kurtz, you're going to come across some of of their music. But it's going to be her solo stuff that they now okay. they, they, they turn into three part harmony stuff. Awesome. So, yeah, that'd be another band. So that's at least six now, right? So we also have Todd the Fox and Lisa Bunny. I heard Todd the Fox on the radio today. Okay, yeah, he was on the he was on Wise, so yeah. Uh, bluesy type yeah bluesy he plays a slide guitar this old steel thing and Lisa Bunny plays a washboard so they have a fun show yeah so that's uh, and he's not really a fox right he's a human (laughs) he's a human right. yeah I don't know though I mean I'm friends with him on Facebook and I'm I'm friends with Todd the fox he he might literally when you meet him he might be a fox right (laughs) or what if he just wears a fox suit everywhere he goes yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, no. can, I can see the influence of this, this, this parallel universe no, you're living that's in. That's right. No disrespect, Todd, <laughs> if you're listening. I, your music that I heard today on the radio, amazing. Very good stuff. So I'm looking forward to hearing Todd the Fox. Yeah, yeah, Todd the Fox is, is, puts on a fun live show. Also, we have uh, Windsor Knotts. Windsor Knotts is uh, out of Dayton, Ohio. He's a singer-songwriter. He does a lot of covers as well. He's also, he could probably be a comedian. He's so funny. Yeah. Great stage presence. Um, so that is what? Eight. We have also we have Trey Stone, one of the best, best pianists I've ever heard in hmm. my life. Super, um, super good pianist. Uh, boy, is there anyone that I'm missing? I have the feeling there's someone I'm leaving out. Let me think about this. Um, you say something, Rick, and I'll think about it. Okay. Right? Well, yeah, um, so. you can hear it's a, it's a fantastic festival. Yeah. It's actually held. Uh, a top of, well, at least part of it anyway, mm-hmm. is held the top of an old antique store that your mother owns. Yeah. And now, are there still antiques there? Because there's a lot of people that like antiquing. Yeah, the store will be open that day. Okay. Down below, you can, uh, you can, if you need an antique and some live music, you can actually yeah. take one to go. And let me set this up for you, because <laughs> I'm an outsider that's come in. I was fortunate <clears throat> enough to get to be at the festival last year, and, and uh, to play this year is awesome. I'm really excited about doing that. Um, and, and last year they, they are so community oriented. So I came to play at what they had. I, 
I don't guess you don't call it a picking party. It's more of the jam session, and several mm-hmm. people from the community come in. If you play an instrument, um, bring an instrument and come yeah. out and play at that jam session because there's nothing more fun to me than sitting around with a bunch of pickers or if you're not a picker, whatever instrument you play. Um, and meeting new people, new friends, and just coming out and playing your heart out with some other people and just jamming on some stuff, uh, mm-hmm. it's great. So first of all, know that you are welcome there to come and do that and be a part of it. But then listen to some great bands as well. And there's not only great bands, um, the food is amazing at this place. Because um, unlike most festivals you go to, where usually they have you know the funnel cake booth set up and the fair food and everything, um, imagine a community of you know a farming community where people can bake and cook and make really good food those are the kinds of vendors that we have at this experience and the food is outstanding like if you like country cooking and things like that um you want to come in so i remember being kind of blown away by how it was a festival but it was also something very much where you could just feel very comfortable and slip into it and feel like you're meeting new people and not overwhelmed by you know sometimes festivals they've got this they're a little bit daunting, you know, because you feel like there's mm-hmm. so much going on that you you get lost in what's going on. You you walk into this one and you feel like you're just a part of something neat, and you're actually getting to hang out with the musicians and you get to hang out and and learn more about it. So, um, is that enough filler? Did you think of anybody else? Yeah, that you I'm, talk I, about? it's stupid because I'm leaving out like our biggest name. Yeah, like our biggest name. We'll say the best for last. Brad Bird. Brad Bird is coming all the way from Massachusetts, and he's actually he's someone who's made it in the music business. Wow. Yeah, he's. His music has been on MTV and VH1 and that sort of thing. Very so he's, cool. He's got a nice little career going up in the Northeast, and he's coming down for it. And uh, he's going to follow it up with a little gig at Canal Street Tavern close by as well in awesome. Dayton. So, so yeah. Um, but uh, but And then we have the best local coffee there as well. Mm-hmm. Hemisphere Coffee Roasters will be there again this mm. year as well. Hemisphere Coffee food. Roasters. We're, yep. we're sitting here drinking caribou just to mm-hmm. keep with the animal motif of birds and foxes and caribou yeah. and yep. things like that. I feel like we're in a nature preserve in my basement today. <laughs> but um, that's exciting. That's really great stuff. What is the... Um, uh, the cost? Uh, yeah, that's... The cost, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were to go online to madmanmusic.com... Mm-hmm. Uh, before this festival, um, you can get uh, pre-sale tickets for five dollars for a half day. Say that a little bit slower yeah. so people can understand the website. What did you say? Uh, MaddenRoadMusic.com. MaddenRoad. M a d d e n. MaddenRoadMusic.com, and mm-hmm. you can get information there. Sorry, tickets are. Go ahead. Tickets are five dollars for a half day, eight dollars for the full day pre-sale. So pretty good deal yeah. if you wait until you're there at the door. It's six dollars for a half day, ten dollars. Ten dollars for the full day, so not a bad deal for ten yeah. bands. Yeah. And um, so yeah. Shoot, I'm going to Kings yeah. Island tomorrow, and I'm paying out the wazoo for that place. So this yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and we're looking for sponsors. If there's anyone out there that has the heart to sponsor us, so Kings Island, if you want to sponsor, bands. that's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously though, if any of you want to sponsor, it's very worthwhile, and uh, you get a diverse group of people there. So if they're especially in the local area, and you want to hear about it. Now, um, we mentioned VH1 and MTV. If, mm-hmm. if you guys would like to sponsor, we're, yeah. we're more than willing to let you uh, sponsor <laughs> here at this festival. But um, it really is a great time. There's some uh, awesome music. There's a community feel. You'll leave gaining five pounds from the cooking. You're going to drink coffee, so you'll be up all night afterwards, and you'll just want to go home. And if you don't know how to play guitar, you'll want to learn to play. Yeah. So, you know what we haven't done yet? What? Question of the week. Oh, okay. And what I have a, a I have Uh-oh. a perfect question for you. Okay, okay? all right. Uh, I, was, I know what you're talking. I about. was thinking about today while I was listening to you play. Okay. And I'm going to give this long setup. Okay? okay. And so you can just not have any idea what I'm going to ask, but it's not going to be as hard as you think. Okay. So today, Daniel Day, he, he's modest, saying he hasn't made it, but you know what? It's a big deal to get on this radio station where he was playing today. And they let him do almost a full hour of music, you know, with you and the band, which was awesome to be able to get to hear that. Um, and especially on a uh, a station that spans, you know, far and near. And you're playing at a, a uh, is it the Metro Park in Dayton here? Things? Yeah, yeah, the Five Rivers Metro Park, right downtown Dayton, the old river, yeah. the river skate. Okay, big, nice park, great Mm -hmm. music venue. Uh, So Daniel's actually, you know, getting out there and actually doing stuff. He's being uh, humble and modest. But um, I got thinking about this as I'm listening to your music again today on the radio. And by the way, it's so cool to drive down the road and 
listen to the radio and be like, hey, I know that guy. So, hmm. good stuff. Uh, the question was this, though. I got mm-hmm. thinking about folk music. Okay. And everybody knows guitar is the folk instrument. I mm-hmm. mean, there's, there's, you don't see people hauling pianos around very often just because it, it doesn't fit. There is a lot of piano in folk music anymore, mm-hmm. but folk music is always one of those, you know, wandering minstrel type music, so you got to have something you can carry. So my question of the week for you is this. Mm-hmm. What is the second most folky instrument or f- for you what's your favorite mm-hmm. folk instrument like if you if you couldn't play guitar and you had to do a second one what do you think is is the best folk instrument okay the best folk instrument for me there's not even a there's not even a close second it's the banjo it's got to be the banjo <laughs> oh, okay the banjo the energy of the banjo um i love it yeah mm-hmm. and uh, i love uh it's interesting with the banjo because every time you write a song or you play it, it just sounds kind of old. You know, it has yeah. this old like sound like you're in a, a cabin on the side of a mountain somewhere. So yeah. for me, it's the banjo. So other people might say the harmonica or what else would, would be considered to be folk, uh, real folky? Uh, mandolin? Would that be a little bit? Like, I would think mandolin. Yeah, yeah mandolin. I, would, I would take yeah. that one. Or um, yeah. I was trying to think today when I was thinking of this question because I, I was trying to decide myself because I think I might say uh, mandolin, because I like to play a mandolin more than I like to play a banjo. Yeah, maybe it depends on. But yeah, maybe yeah. it's because to me mm-hmm. it's easier than playing a banjo mm-hmm. and it's more all the rolls. Yeah. yeah, but it, you feel like you're a giant when you're playing one too, because <laughs> yeah. they're really little. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's like someone shrunk this guitar, and uh, and it's just really tiny. So yeah. I, I think the mandolin might be, but then again, I I, I think accordion could make a comeback as a folk instrument. Yeah, really accordion. That's a yeah. But I, I, I often think of like, like um, I have to say, I think of Pete Seeger. He comes really, he's big on my mind when it comes to folk music. Oh, yeah. And he was the band, you know, this, this banjo player. And I'm not talking about like the kind of banjo that you, like bluegrass banjos is nice, yeah. but it's just like picking fast rules. But I'm thinking of like the folk banjo. Yeah, it's more of yeah. a strum. Yeah, almost and, like you're playing the guitar, you know. And Pete Seeger, you know, th- let's talk about him a minute. Because let's do that, yeah. Th- this, Pete Seeger was amazing. I think he passed away recently. Did I hear that or do you know? Uh, if he did, it's news to me. I think okay, he's. Maybe I think he's, he might, he's getting. I mean, he's got to be sorry. early nineties. A few but, weeks ago, we were talking about a theologian named William Willimon and accidentally pronounced him dead, and he's not dead. Um, so I don't want to do that with Pete Seeger too. Mm-hmm. But Pete Seeger, amazing. I, you know, when you think of like the power of music, I think mm-hmm. of Pete Seeger because I, I really don't think like. I don't think that he's known as somebody who was just like this phenomenal musician in any right. way. But he used music to actually bring about change and to actually do something in the world. And I always think of, like, that's our calling. I, I kind of wish the category of, like, labeling music would go away with, like, I feel like that kind of music should be, if you're going to call something Christian music, it should be that. Mm-hmm. And not just, like, what I do, where a lot most of what I write is themed after, you know, serving the church in some way. But it's just, I'm most comfortable doing that, and, and I appreciate that but i love all kinds of music and i even write other kinds i just don't always get a chance to play it you know at other Mm -hmm. venues and things but to me the idea of of music if it's done right and if it's done the way it should be it should be transformative and somebody like pete Seeger, who (laughs) you know literally like went to polluted rivers and he got these thousands of people together singing and um you know actually making changes and stuff i don't don't know why yeah there's this one story from some documentary i saw about pete Seeger. Uh, some guy hated him for his views. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some people labeled him as a commie and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And some guy, it, at the end of his concert, this guy came up to Pete Seeger, he was very emotional, and said, I actually was going to kill you tonight. I came here wow. with a weapon, I was going to kill you, but I was so moved by this music and everyone singing together, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I'll, ne- you know, I, I'll never be you the same. So I thought it was a, kind of a beautiful story. Yeah. Um, and and that was maybe it's like a little humility, like one of his lines is, I may be right, I may be wrong, but I have a right to sing this song. You know, yeah. That's one of his, one of his lyrics. That's so. really good. Yeah. Well, and the, the concerts that I've seen, obviously I've never got to see him play live or anything, but like you can't even hear him because, <laughs> because it's like the country starts singing, you know, like, this land is your land. Yeah. This, you know, and yeah. you think about him now, and a lot of times they're like, oh, those are kind of cheesy old folk songs and things like that. But the way that he used them, like it's just because they're old doesn't mean they're not powerful. And when you when you think about them, 
uh, some of the, the music that he played and people like that. That's kind of like, gosh, that would be my goal as a musician is not just to write music, but to actually really do something that makes a change and actually uh, does something good in, in the lives and the hearts of humanity and actually is transformative. And as a Christian, I always think, gosh, that should be my calling anyway. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be so focused on writing good songs that are going to get me acclaim. Maybe my goal should be, how could I actually write something that maybe could be transformative and, and help? Because, you know, you know as well as I do, we're in this crazy world where, you know, people are coming into temples and shooting and people are coming oh, yeah. into movie yeah. theaters and shooting and um, we're arguing about Chick-fil-A and everything else on, on the news. And uh, I think sometimes music just, you know, opens us up and, and takes us back to, uh, you know, the things that we need to be focused on in humanity. So mm-hmm. uh, so look at this festival, since there is going to be some folk and some other elements there. These are good people that are coming to play at this, and uh, they're people that are actually doing some great things with their music, too, and, you know, Maybe if Pete Seeger's still alive, he'll stop by. Mm, that'd be wonderful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything, big, big old sing-along. Anything yeah. that you can uh, tell us about last year's festival that stood out as like a really good memory for you that you're kind of looking forward to again this year? Was there a surprise or something that happened that just really kind of made it for you? Yeah, well, you know, the, the setup of the festival is we restored this antique store. The upstairs was just basically, it was just storage for years. I mean, we probably 50, 60 years, but it was uh, it was actually infested by uh, pigeons and all sorts of things. It was just an old, ugly um, mess. And so we we gutted this this place and um, took out the ceiling and everything. So we spent a couple of weeks working on it. So all the proceeds uh, did and, and will go towards, towards that renovation as well for the music festival. But what really stood out last year is that when we were cleaning the walls, we found uh, that someone named Lewis Rodman... Um, they wrote on the on the wall wrote Lewis Robin at the show Mutual Ohio January fifth nineteen oh one, so something from like a hundred and eleven years or hundred and ten years before that date. Wow! Uh, so there was some kind of show and we don't know what. So that was a really neat moment and we uh, shellacked it so it was preserved because it already started fading after a day or two of it being exposed, and so uh, to think that there was another show a hundred and ten years later when this mm. place was pretty much abandoned. It was an old. Uh, town hall at one point and in a schoolhouse at one point as well you can see there's a sign there that says mutual versus visitors or something like that mm. so they played they used to play basketball up there so that was a neat moment and then also that we had yesterday or last year was the hottest year on record in five years on september 3rd 2011 it was <laughs> really unfortunate but despite that a lot of people came um mm-hmm. and so that was uh, great to see people actually show up and 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 uh brave the brave the heat and we had the place packed out by the end it was I don't know if we could have fit another person up there. Yeah. So it was it was really um, a lot of fun. It was hot last summer too. I forgot all about that. We're sitting yeah. here in the cool of the evening tonight. Yeah. But this summer has been the hottest on record. So yeah, this summer has maybe it will break yeah, and hopefully. it will actually be nice yeah. by that time. So, well, you have one more song to well, share with us. I have songs, but why don't we have you? Because you'll be there playing. Would you like right. to sing a song? I don't know well, if you get, you get a chance to sing that much on your own podcast. I, I do. I Sometimes yeah. I'll open the so, show with a song. Um, boy, I don't know what to do. I wish I could think of one we could do together here. Um, you put me on the spot. Great. Oh. Thanks, thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. Let's try... Uh, uh, I'll do this one. It's a sing-along song. Okay? Right. You can sing on the chorus with okay. me if you All want. Right. So. Uh, it's going to be at the Psalm concert that I'm doing. Actually, the yeah, week after yeah, we Daniel's. Talk about that a yeah, bit it's too. actually the yeah. week after Daniel's uh, festival, which I'm so happy to be a part of this year. It's going to be September 7th. Uh, Daniel won't be there because he's got a gig somewhere else because he travels the world and he's amazing. But uh, I'm going to be at the Clifton Opera House on September 7th and doing what I am calling Basement Psalms, a live album. You've heard me talk about it on the show before if you've been listening. Uh, but this is one of the Psalms we're going to do tonight that night and uh, maybe this will be a good experiment because Daniel's hearing this for the first time and I want we're going to be miking the audience so that it's kind of a sing-along time so this is psalm number eight and uh, it's oh lord our lord how majestic is your name which is not a question I think all off, a lot of times we think it's a question it's more of an exclamation about oh how majestic you know but if it's a question at all it's like asking this question of how majestic are you like 
it's amazing how big you are. So it's just this really lends itself to be such a beautiful worship song, even in the English, which I found that writing these psalms, as I've been trying to dive into like the Hebrew of them and different things, like I can't imagine singing them in the Hebrew. And so it's been a tough thing to like try to be actually accurate, not just take from the English, but try to get like Hebrew mm -hmm. meanings and things like that in and then still make them rhyme and work. So <laughs> uh, this is Psalm 8, How Majestic Is Your Name. Just to kiss your name. I'm just to kiss your name. 
Sorry, I chuckled a little because I realized I took the key up higher, and then you're really having to go high up. I was almost in full set. That's right, almost. That was at the breaking point. Nice. So you think people sing along with that? I think so. I'm a little nervous. I want people to sing along. I made a pretty pathetic attempt at harmony the first time I sang, so I apologize. So I backed up. No, no, not at all. It's fine. Actually, I did that song um, a few weeks ago on the podcast, and uh, but I want to do it again because I'm trying to get it in people's minds and yeah. do stuff like that. So it's a nice sing along. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, and that that passage, you know, it's interesting because in the Old Testament, especially, the name of God was so holy that they they wouldn't dare utter the name, and so so many times they would use words like Hallelujah, and Yah would be half of Yahweh and and Yahweh was like too sacred to sing it's just mm-hmm. I found it very interesting that I mean they they literally was so revered the beautiful name of God and it was so set apart from the other gods you know mm-hmm. the lowercase g and they would uh, it, it's just amazing to me because like our culture today is so flippant with the name of the Lord, and and um, and I think there's a lot more to the commandment to not use the Lord's name in vain than than like just saying God's name or whatever. But it's just interesting how lightly, even in the church, I think we take saying the, the privilege and the honor of saying a beautiful name of the Lord or whatever. So anyway, mm-hmm. just that's kind of a little some of the study that goes into writing these songs and different things. So thanks for uh, bringing that up. I get to share the song again. So. If you're coming to Basement Psalms on September 7th, that's one of them we're going to sing that night. So come ready to sing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a, a good night, I think, together. Uh, but the week before that, September 1st, uh, we're going to have the Madden Road Music Festival. Not the Miller Road Music Festival. Yeah. But Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band will be there. They are putting on this festival. Uh, DanielDyeMusic.com mm-hmm. is where you can go and you can buy tickets in advance. Please go do that. Make sure you get the, uh, the tickets purchased. They're going to have some great music, as you've heard about today. Anything else as we close yeah. out our time? If, if you, you go to DanielDyeMusic.com, you can find MadmanRoadMusic.com through there. But okay. to go directly and buy the tickets is MadmanRoadMusic.com. But okay. also... You can find information about it on my website as well. So either one, you'll, you'll find good. it if you know how to, if you know your way around a computer. You'll There's get also it. the the Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band Facebook page, right? You can like, mm-hmm. or is it just it's Daniel just Dye? Dan- well, we're probably yeah. It's the fa- I have two. It's confusing, but Daniel <laughs> Dye is the one that I, the it's the one that I use more. All right, yeah, well, make so. sure that you like that. Do you Daniel use Twitter or anything? Or? Uh, Daniel Dye Music at. Yeah, or at Daniel Dye Music, is that my Twitter? Yeah, I do use Twitter. It's okay. not, it kind of comes and goes. I'm trying. I'm trying the Twitter stuff. This, you know? this whole, this whole, and you know, it's very interesting because I'm, I'm thinking about the type of music that, you know, that you're very good at. And I'm trying to think of, you know, Bill Monroe was not really a folk, but in, in a sense he was because he kind of created this whole genre of bluegrass, him and a few other people, um, which was very much like a folk type mm-hmm. music of its day. And I'm just, trying to wrap my mind around would Bill Monroe use Twitter if he was around I don't think he'd be tweeting yeah (laughs) I I met him on his last birthday oh you did I did Um, I got invited a friend of mine was a mutual friend with Bill Monroe living in Nashville there okay the man had a grip like you would not believe even I I don't remember how old he was when he passed away he was 90 something I think and uh, man he he had this thing where he would do that I don't Mm -hmm. know if he was trying to fill you out if you were a real man or what you mm-hmm. know but like he was known for just these palm crushing like the handshakes and wow. he did like it hurt like wow. he trying to shake his hand <laughs> but i got to go to his uh his what ended up to be his final birthday party uh at a little uh, little bar in nashville and uh things were so it was so sad with him at the end of his life because all of his uh, music was uh, you know, the power of attorney or whatever, I guess, had gone to his son or his family. Mm-hmm. So he was, I think he was taken care of, but he wasn't really doing, you know, he was kind of forgotten about. Oh, wow. And he would play at this little bar. It was a bar slash restaurant. There's a lot of them around Tennessee that, uh, because it's Southern cooking, you know. Mm-hmm. And he would go in there on, uh, I think it was Tuesday nights, and he would play music and his pay, they would give him a free meal. Wow. Throughout that evening. And so every Tuesday night, from what I understand, Bill Monroe would go in. So on his birthday, 
Um, they just kind of packed the place out. And Ricky Skaggs showed up that wow. night and a few other people. So I got to hang out with uh, some of the bluegrass greats that evening. But but I don't know if Bill Monroe would ever be able to wrap his mind around Twitter. I'm trying to think if he was a young man now. I'm not sure he'd have time for it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on... I guess you do whatever it takes to make it, you know, if that's what it would take. <laughs> I guess <Yeah>. so. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I think most of them, though, they don't have their own Twitter account. I think today it's like <laughs> some some agent has it and they pull it right. out or something, yeah. the whole concept. But anyway, Daniel has Twitter, so look him up. I have Twitter, too, and I'm actually starting to post Question of the Week on Twitter. So yeah. I did that today with much success. I already had some answers come in. So um, thanks very much for listening today, and uh, I hope you get to come out and be a part of this music festival. So we're going to go ahead and end recording right there. So All right. Thanks, thanks a lot. lot. Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band, awesome band. You need to look them up. Well, that was a, a fun time with Daniel, and uh, I want to let you know, if you go to DanielDieMusic.com, you can find all the information about the Madden Road Festival that's coming up. Matter of fact, whenever you get to that page, you can just go to Upcoming Shows, and uh, you'll be able to find uh, the Madden Road Music Fest from there. Matter of fact, I'm clicking right now. Um, looking, and, and Daniel has a lot of shows, but you come down here to September 1st on his show schedule, and you'll see Madden Road Music Fest. Music Fest, it's not Flest, I promise. You click on that, and it takes you right to the link where you can go to get your tickets. So, uh, and that, if you want the direct website, if you want to skip all that, but I encourage you to go to Daniel's site too. Just go to MaddenRoadMusic.com, and you'll also be able to find uh, tickets to the event. Well, it's been a great show. Thank you for listening. Uh, next week, we're going to have Living Water International with us, uh, Representative Paul Darshalek. And uh, what a great guy, and he has some great stories to tell about what Living Water International is doing around the world. Thank you for listening. Once again, we do have a new Twitter account, so if you have not yet followed us on Twitter, it's Voices in My Head P. Every week you can answer question of the week there. And if you have a chance and want to stop by and leave an iTunes review or a review for the website, it really helps us out a lot. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week for episode number 35. God bless. You've been listening to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of Rick Lee James. If you'd like to know more about me, my ministry, my music, my life, go to my website at rickleejames.com. You can also download my free mobile app from iTunes and on the Android Marketplace. And I'd love this to be a community experience, so if you call 937-505-0162, you can leave feedback, you can give me suggestions for future shows, you can even record comments that I can play on the next podcast. So let's make this something really great together. 937-505-0162. Thank you so much for listening to Voices in My Head, the official Rick Lee James podcast. God bless.